Welcome to Seen and Heard in Edmonton, the podcast about bloggers and podcasters in the capital city of Alberta. I'm your host, Karen Unland, and today we have the audio from our November meetup with Haley Radke of Adoptees On and Wang Yip of The Dip on the topic of finding your niche. Many thanks to Variant Edition Comics and Culture for hosting the meetup and providing a door prize, and you can find them at variantedmonton.com or at their wonderful store on 151st Street, just north of Stony Plain Road. Thanks also to Cafe Rista, which catered the event. You can find them at caferista.ca. And this episode of Seen Unheard in Edmonton is brought to you by Castria, where award-winning podcasters help you sound great. Check them out at wearecastria.com, and you'll hear more about what Castria offers later in the show. Now, here's my conversation with Haley and Wang. So please welcome our guest today. Haley Radke just wrapped up season one of Adoptees On, which is an interview show that allows her to connect with fellow adoptees and share their stories based on the belief that having deep and meaningful conversations will help spread the truth about the adoption experience. And beside her is Wang Yip. He is the co-host of The Dip, which is a podcast on which he and co-host Sean Canungo riff on interesting points they've heard on other podcasts about business, creativity and disruption is that a fair mm-hmm. description yeah. Excellent. and description. Uh, <laughs> season two's format was quite different from uh season one so we'll talk a little bit about that shift as well if that's okay mm-hmm. uh so welcome them with your yeah, thank you okay we'll start with you Haley. why did you start your podcast well i've been an avid podcast listener for years and years and Earlier this year, I was looking around for adoption podcasts, and the only ones I found were by adoptive parents, and that's kind of normal. Adoptees are often left out of the conversation, and so I thought, well, I could do this. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. Wang, why did you start yours? I think we started ours because we were having interesting conversations about about disruption. Both Sean and I play in that space in, in our professional lives. And we wanted to share and do something about it, so we wanted to share that with with a greater audience. Is your you are both management consultants? That's right. Is that right? That's so, right. Yeah. so um, it helps your business in a way to expand opportunities for thought leadership. Yeah, and we were thinking about not just from the business point of view, but also from our brands point of view as well. So we we both have professional and personal brands that we want to want to increase and so we decided to do this podcast so why did you choose that medium why was podcasting a good way for you to do that we both listen to a lot of podcasts just just like Haley and and you know we were looking for podcasts around our subject areas and we couldn't find anything around that and so we thought well podcast is really hot you know we listen to a lot of them ourselves and we can see how big the audiences are for podcasts. So we decided to just get into podcasts. We wanted to try one medium and podcasting just just seemed to fit with our our kind of riff and our conversations. Yeah. Haley, were you ever tempted to think, well, maybe I should do a blog or maybe I should have a Facebook group or some other way of doing your work? I did have a blog a number of years ago and there are a number of adoptee blogs. Um, not as many as adoptive parents, but probably in the hundreds. Yeah. And so a podcast is definitely the way to stand out in oh, the space. Interesting. So so that the, the blogging space for adoptees is quite 
busy, but you were having a hard time finding a lot of podcasts that were producing what you wanted to hear yourself. That's right. I couldn't find any at the time, but now I've connected with three other podcasters who are adoptees, but not necessarily doing exactly the same as what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, And as you heard, there's a lot of people in here who did that kind of, I got to make the podcast I want to hear because nobody's doing it Mm -hmm. thing. Um, Okay, so let's start with the format, or let's continue on with the format idea. Um, Haley, why did you choose that interview format to do your work? I really wanted to give other adoptees a voice that hadn't been heard before, and so a one-on-one interview in my space makes it possible for them to just just be talking to me and feel comfortable opening up very deep things. There's a lot of hurt and trauma that we talk about. It's very emotional and um, I've made a safe space for them just to talk one-on-one with me as an empathetic host. Yes, very empathetic. I I love listening to Haley's podcast because I just love hearing interviewers who ooze empathy (laughs) 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 that's my drug so that's awesome um and how do you find your people because they're all over north america from what i can hear yeah they're almost exclusively american so far um so i have that little play on i'm canadian it's kind of funny for them (laughs) (laughs) um i've been active in the adoptee world on twitter for a number of years so um i had a few Twitter friends that I asked privately by direct message and I also some of them I just put up a message saying oh I'm starting this adoptee project DM me if you're interested and so a couple of my friends retweeted it one of their followers messaged me and she's my third episode complete stranger I had never talked to her before I interviewed her awesome and now I have listeners email me every couple days wanting to be on which I don't understand because, like I That's said, awesome. they were telling me very hurtful, dark things, and yeah. they want to share. So no, but it's that safe space. I think that's how you're you're managing to do that. Mm-hmm. Wang, your format changed quite a bit between season one and season two. So can you describe the the, the two formats and why you absolutely? Changed? Yeah. So season one, we started out wanting to talk to different businesses and we wanted to understand there's a lot of disruption that's happening so disruption like 3d printing there's robotics there's artificial intelligence so what we wanted to do is we wanted to talk to mostly local companies in edmonton and trying to understand well you're in the publishing industry well the internet's a huge thing now how does your business change and how are you adapting to it and that was the focus of our of our first season and we went out we did interviews and you'll notice that season one, all of the episodes are, are very long. They're, they're almost an hour, probably an hour and a half around there. So they're both the interview, you know, each of us goes out and does an interview with the business. Then we bring that interview back and we talk about it, Sean and I talk about that. And then we splice everything together. And so we found that that was a really good format for the first season. But when we moved to our second season, we actually, and nobody knows this other than Sean and Sean and I, but we almost stopped doing the podcast really? in between. So season one, we took a break and we thought, okay, well, we're not going to do it anymore because it's taking way too much time. And one of the reasons that we switched to the new format is because they're really short episodes. We could do a couple episodes all at once and they're probably about 15 minutes long. So if we met for an hour, we could do three or four. And it, we found that the editing process was also a lot easier just doing a shorter, shorter podcast episode. So that that's really why we switched. And then 
And then also another another big reason for the switch is because it just took a long time to do the interviews and we just couldn't find the consistency in, in going out and doing the interviews and then meeting. So instead of doing it that way, we decided to take the content from other podcasts, which always generate content because they're, they've got the same, I guess, motivation and schedule that we do and mm-hmm. we want to keep a regular schedule for their viewers. So we thought, well, there's a lot of great content out there. We both listen to a lot of podcasts. So let's just riff on, on different podcasts that we listen to. So often now you will um, kind of harvest a nugget from your, what I imagine is your normal podcast listening diet, hearing Chris Saka talking about something on yeah. some podcast or hearing um, uh, whoever, yeah, Gretchen any, yeah. Rubin or somebody yeah, like yeah, that, and yeah. just say, and just almost like taking an audio pull quote and saying, here's what he said on this podcast how could we apply that to what we're thinking about right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were sort of inspired by, there was a podcast that was really popular, but it, I think it just ended, it's called Question of the Day, which they just took questions from Quora and from each other's lives. And we sort of borrowed that format in a, a very similar way where we just took podcasts and just riffed on it. So yeah, I mean, we just, we take nuggets of the things that we listen to and we, bring that to our audience who may not have listened to that podcast or may not have listened to that particular episode. Awesome. Um, so how are you finding your audience? How does, how, how are you um, getting the dip in front of the people who might want to hear it? <laughs> that's, that's an interesting, uh, I guess, marketing question. So one of the ways is we're, we're trying to just tell our friends and, and our family and trying to get the word out as much as possible. Sean has been, I think he, talked about this in a, in a recent podcast, but he's been going to his friends and actually taking their phones <laughs> and opening up the podcast app or iTunes or whatever it is and subscribing to it right there so wow. that they listen to it. <laughs> so that's an interesting way of doing <laughs> doing marketing. So yeah, I mean, we've just been really trying to tell as many people as we can. Uh, meetups like this is a great way to spread the word as well. and. And just trying to tell anybody that we meet, we, I mean, we go to networking events, we go to conferences, so we, we tell people all the time. And if they're interested, then we tell them a little bit more. But, you know, sometimes they're, they're not interested in podcasts, and that's okay. But, yeah, we just try to share it in a, in a meaningful way to those that are interested in it. And Sean was recently at Top 40 Under 40 on Avenue Magazine, so he's got a little bit of profile, Edmonton profile. Yeah, and he was good enough to share our podcast on on the profile, so yeah, I think that will help bring in some (laughs) more listeners. Um, Haley, what's been most effective for you to find your people? Well, like I said before, I had been connected in the adoptee community on Twitter, um, but my guests are really the one that are spreading the show. Um, They've been very happy with how their interviews have turned out, and they share it on social media, they share it on Facebook, and I don't even share it on my private Facebook because it's so personal. And um, so, yeah, my guests. And now I have, like, super fans that share, <laughs> which is really wonderful. Yeah. And they um, tweet me or email me after almost every episode and tell me the things that are meaningful to them. And it's wonderful. So when I reply to them, which I always do, I reply to every comment, tweet, email, I always say, oh, yeah, that's great. Tell a friend or rate me on iTunes. And so it's spreading more that way, too. Awesome. Have either of you, can you tell whether ratings in iTunes helps you? Because everybody asks for them, but I can't tell if it does anything. Yeah, I don't think really that it has, except for when you go in iTunes and look at my show, 
there's five star ratings only. I only have a couple of reviews in the US iTunes store and in the Canadian iTunes store, but I think it gives it just one more layer of legitimacy. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's the only difference it makes. Yeah. Because it's so niche, I'm not going to rank in there. You're not going to be new and nobody Nobody does anyway right now. It's like <laughs> stuck, stalled. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to make it in the top of personal journals, which is the section that I'm in the store in. Right. And your space is pretty busy in uh, Absolutely. as well. Yeah, just just like Haley said, there's no, I mean, there's so many podcasts that are coming out. It's so hard to be on the new and noteworthy list or any new list, really. But I think with the rate and review, we, we try to engage our, our listeners. And, you know, if they rate and review us, there's so few that we take a look and we, we remember those people. So yeah. if they come back to us and they say, hey, we, you know, we rated or reviewed your podcast and, you know, we, we have a a nice meaningful conversation about what they liked and what they didn't like and we try to improve our podcast that way awesome so what's next for you Haley you've got a season two that will start in the new year right yeah I'm planning to start again in February and again I'm going to continue doing interviews but I'm going to add a couple of different segments in um, just to change things a little bit I want to keep it fresh and have listeners come back for something a little different as well excellent and where are you guys at? What's next for the dip? Well, we're Sean actually recently had a, a baby daughter. So oh. yeah, so congratulations to Sean if he's listening. That's right. <laughs> and but children do ruin everything. Yeah. So. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I didn't put it that way. That was, that was Karen. But what I what I did want to say is that uh, we've both been pretty busy. So I'm in our project in Calgary. We haven't had a lot of time to to meet up and record new podcasts. But we're we're trying to. We're, we're still listening to podcasts and we're still taking those nuggets and, and saving them so that we can have conversations about them. So we'll continue to do that and try to find as much time as possible mm -hmm. to record and, mm -hmm. and meet. And I would say one thing about that you guys both have in common with your podcasts is they are quite evergreen. And so someone could go back in your, your back catalog and get a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I purposely did that because I know that it'll take a long time to for my audience to find me yeah. and um yeah I, I definitely did that on purpose and I asked my guests specifically not to mention things that are current events um so that it stays timeless yeah awesome This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by Castria, where award-winning podcasters can help you make your show sound great. I'm here with Castria co-founders Stephen Shapansky and Erica Ensign. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How did you get into podcasting before we get into what Castria is? I got into podcasting over 10 years ago when a friend and I wanted to start talking about Doctor Who. And he knew about podcasting. I did not. So he set it up and I just talked onto a mic once a week with him. And 10 years later and many other podcasts later, um, here we are. So my life has been podcasting for the better part of a decade or more. Yeah. And I discovered Stephen's podcast about 10 years ago. It was only, I think, the second podcast I ever listened to. And that was a great big part of what inspired me to start my first podcast, which is also a Doctor Who podcast. And I dived in uh, with both feet and uh, have collected a good number of podcasts since then. And it really has been my life ever since. All right. So what can Castria do for people? 
podcasting is still sort of an up and coming media format on the internet and, and in the world it's it's gaining popularity so if you have been podcasting already for a while and you want to improve or if you want to just take some of the work off of your plate and have somebody else do it for you we can help with that or if you are interested in getting into the realm of podcasting we can help you uh, plan what kind of a, a podcast that would look like we can help get it set up from the beginning and also we if you decide you want to be the one who's actually doing the work and all that kind of thing but you don't know where to start we can actually train you how to do that and give you tools to keep you going and then you know set you free into the world of podcasting on the internet to do that in fact if you are located in edmonton we can actually come in person and do the recording for you and the audio engineering to make sure that everything sounds as, as good as possible and in addition to the audio stuff, there are a variety of other media solutions that we can offer for you. We can do video editing. Um, both Stephen and I have published essays in a variety of magazines and books about both podcasting and genre properties of different sorts. We have done voiceover work and voice acting, uh, and we can even do uh, copy editing and proofreading on an hourly rate basis. So lots of lots of media solutions to mm -hmm. uh, to offer. And it's also if if you want to do like a personal podcast or something like that, like if something you love, like a show or something like that, it, we, we do work for that. But also if you're a business or something wanting to help promote your 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 brand and your product and your office and stuff. Uh, we think that podcasting is a way to sort of control your advertising message, and so that can be helpful as well. So there's a wide variety of people we can help. Excellent. Uh, thanks for coming to chat with me. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for producing my podcast. <laughs> Anytime. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, visit com to hire Stephen and Erica to help you make your podcast. They help me, and I know they can help you. Castria is C-A-S-T-R-I-A, and they are at wearecastria.com. So my last question, and then you guys can ask questions if you have them, is what is your, based on what you've learned from doing your 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 first uh, slate of podcasts, what, what's your advice for people? I would say first that I was specifically targeting adoptees, but I'm very surprised at how many birth mothers, other bio parents and family members, and adoptive parents are listening. So even though I did zero in on a very specific niche, my edges are a little grayer and blurrier. And so I, I think you can't be scared to be very specific um, because it might spread a little more than, than you expect. Right, that it might grow out instead of, oh, it's for everybody, and then it's for nobody, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, and like, you, Karen, you told me that you listen to my show, but you have no connection with adoption, so yeah. that always surprises me. I'm like, okay. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I just encourage people to do, focus in on your niche, where you're comfortable and when you, where you are the expert, that's where you'll continue on and people will appreciate that about you. Not that you're trying to do everything and be an expert at everything, uh, because truthfully, we're not. You know, yeah. we, I, I don't know anything about the adoptive parent side. I'm not an adoptive parent, uh, so I don't try and give that perspective. Yeah. And Wang, what um, advice would you have based on the lessons you've learned so far? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll echo Haley's comments about being comfortable, being an expert. 
I think just finding a subject you like, it doesn't have to be something that you're you're extremely passionate about, but if it's something that in your free time that you seek out and that you read about and that you're listening to podcasts about, that's probably a really great subject for, for a podcast, for your podcast. And I think some other advice, I guess, around the niche space is it's really just, I think for, for me, and this is maybe not related to the niche, but another, I guess, reason that our podcast changes because of the editing. And I think as all podcasters know, the editing is really what takes a long time. So what you want to do is you want to minimize the editing as much as possible, I think. So to do that, you need to figure out formats and you need to figure out from the format what your content is going to be like. So if you're going to do, for instance, an interview, you want to record the interview and you want to do as minimal editing as possible. So maybe you want to add in your own intro notes or your, your outro notes and then that's it right and so that that's kind of your editing so figuring out based on you know the editing process and then your format and then you can figure out what kind of content you want to share with your audience is a a really good I guess backwards way of of figuring out you know maybe where you want to play in in, in that niche so if you know that you're going to do interviews then you need to figure out okay well who do I need to interview awesome very management consultant savvy <laughs> way of approaching I it so, Which, yes. and that's a that's a compliment so um but we will absolutely convene here um our host willing which i didn't actually say but yeah yes <laughs> we will convene here again in january uh watch the edmonton podcasting meetup page for details uh have some treats and thanks for coming Thanks for listening to the Seen and Heard in Edmonton podcast. You'll find links to what we mentioned in the show notes at seenandheardyeg.com, and you can subscribe to the newsletter there as well. Our monthly meetups are open to everyone, whether you have a podcast or you're interested in having one or you just like cool people. Find our meetup page by searching Edmonton Podcasting Meetup or check out the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Thank you.